Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are here to discuss the final episode of Barry, season four, episode eight, entitled Wow, written and directed by Bill Hader himself, who plays our titular character. I had to mull this over for a few days. I really did because there's the the one... <laughs> thing I didn't want to happen but in the grand scheme of things was certainly never off the table but there were a few things I found myself needing to process before I did the recording because I think that it's very easy in this day and age to get caught up in your own expectations and then blame the show when those expectations fall short versus what is it consistent with the story they've been telling is where I'm getting at is examining those other factors the writing the directing not just focusing on that thing (laughs) that you wanted or didn't want and really holistically giving it a fair objective review so with that being said I was a little underwhelmed with this finale, if I'm being honest, but I think it it's in line with the last four episodes of this season. I think the first episodes were so very strong. And the last four with the time skip for me personally, I think we could have squashed that. I don't think we needed it. I think there's a purpose for it, clearly. Uh, I have to go back and listen to Hater and everyone else doing the interviews on the show. I didn't do that to get more context on the decisions that they made. But not knowing it, it seemed as if these last four episodes were replaying the same thing they introduced, but it stalled into the conclusion, if that makes any sense. And because of where the conclusion ended, I don't know that the time lapse was necessary to make that exact same point because it's really where we left off at that, at that crux moment and it takes a psycho. So I think that's my biggest hang up is that there's a few character beats that I think were definitely missed. There were a few, a few, uh, just themes that really didn't get serviced any further in these last four, or I should say last three, because the fourth leads up to the conclusion of it all. I know there's going to be some anger because I've been in the message boards or at least lurking there. You know, that hater didn't come in and have more of an action type of because, you know, other than him (laughs) having that hilarious scene, one of the only ones in this episode, uh, there there isn't much him and Tom. Uh, There isn't much of his character being actively involved in the conclusion we leave off with. However, I'm not, that's not a critique for me, 
because I do feel as if that is a central theme that started in season three, where the first two seasons is all about, hey, this is the protagonist or this is the character you're following because he's the protagonist in his own story. And he very much, uh, as he descends into that darkness in season three, there's no longer that facade. He's not on a stage in a performance. This is truly who he is. I think I've rambled enough. I am not going to go scene by scene. I'm going to do a review by going by characters. I think that's fair enough. Before we jump into the review, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a comment or a review, or just a like if you're on YouTube. My social media will be there as well. You can send feedback for any other show that I'm doing. Currently, we're on Bleach, Cannon Busters, Oh, I already had Rick and Morty. And then later this month, we will be adding the crowded room and silo. I feel like there's something else that comes out, but I'm not recalling it right now. I think those are the two two big ones. But if anything else crosses my mind, I will let you know. But definitely check out my social media. That's where I post that updated information. Let's start with Fuchs. Not particularly one of my favorite characters he has been rather problematic and I think we even or I I should say not we I got even a little bit of appreciation of what his characterization is although it's still this was one of the characters that felt the most hollow although I argued in my brain, he is the only character that went to crime or went to jail and paid for his crimes. He has accepted his responsibility. He has pulled back the, the facade, the charade, the acting, the tough guy or acting like he's a good guy, I should say, acting like he is someone who served in the military. He didn't serve in the military, considered himself uh, someone who could utilize other people's skills, but he only ever seemed to focus that on Barry more so than quote other people. It never seemed as if there was more to that. Even uh, the idea of mentoring other people to live up to their potential. It seemed as if it was Barry and I thought in the beginning of the season they really brought in a lot of a lot of pretty deep but visceral elements in the idea that Barry himself is just as much because we saw him we know he is a manipulator could it be that he manipulated Fuchs's relationship where he's believed himself to be the one in control all of this time but He never was, or at least not to the extent he believed he was. But I don't know, somewhere along the line that was that was a little lost. But I will say him truly accepting, look, I'm a piece of shit. I know I'm a piece of shit. I'm a murderer. I went to jail for it. I'm not getting out trying to convince other people that I'm not a piece of shit. 
I now actively participate in the murders because I'm no longer allowing other people to do the dirty work for me. I am in control. And I, I, I like that aspect of it. But him being so focused, well, there's two things, right? One, him getting the call from Hank. Oh, well, his son is there. I understand you not wanting to hurt a child. You maybe even seen part of Barry in said child, but the immediacy of the flip and some may argue, well, he was never going to turn on Barry. That's his theme. However, you're also saying that I went to prison for eight years. I got my ass kicked out to an inch of my life. I've come to the conclusion that Barry is the one that put me here or left me here in this shitty situation and I'm still going to stand up for him. I think I would have even appreciated it better if he hadn't come to that conclusion until he got there. The minute he heard, oh, it's Barry's son. He didn't give, you knew, you already knew. There was no um, suspense in there. There was no, you didn't feel like that kid was ever in danger. I didn't feel like Sally was ever in danger. I didn't really feel like Barry was in danger. Because for whatever reason, they're still giving us the conclusion that Fuchs will never and always want to be Barry's idol because they're true friends they they but but they're not (laughs) and with Hank at least coming to that conclusion and getting the ending he did and then Fuchs being the one that's kind of put on the pedestal out of everyone but I keep going back to well he did at least serve his time because that's one thing no one can boast and they're all criminals gotta gotta give him that credit it didn't feel organic to me it felt you know him even protecting the kid you know with the gunfire uh you know when you're the one that that brought the guns to the gun standoff you're the one that told this man i want barry no matter what after threatening his life i don't know and then the whole the second issue is his whole idea of getting hank to admit who he is you stole his idea i don't know if if that was the intention of the show i did not see that in the first four episodes and i did not see that in the last four episodes what i saw in that in that um mid-season finale was Someone who was scared, who made probably the better decision, whether he would have ended up dying or not. And then his lover, uh, then deciding he could not live with himself or the situation for all the reasons I discussed in that particular episode. Nowhere in there is... Hank decided he's going to steal Cristobal's idea, make billions, act like he's not 
associated with the Chechen mob, which to be quite frank, that's most people who are in legitimate business. So that kind of rang a little hollow for me. (laughs) I totally believe, particularly if you're in in the industrial age, there's some fucking mob connections somewhere. I watch all these movies. They didn't pull this shit from nowhere. I've actually watched more documentaries with evidence supporting that. So that kind of rang a little hollow because that's also part of part and parcel of what it means to be a kingpin it doesn't you don't need to be if anything you're more successful when you're under the radar than if you're the the outside bully that Fuchs appears to be with the tats and all that like yeah of course you're gonna I I guess that's where I'm left with the confusion there because I felt like Fuchs was one of those those uh new christians that come out of jail and it's like no you got to see your truth and he gives this ultimatum like all you have to do is admit um that you are a piece of shit he basically said you're like me and you just admit that you're like me and we're good admit that you killed your boyfriend that he wasn't killed by your his enemies which that i I guess that's the story they did put around i would have even been like cool no, he wasn't killed by his enemies. But I didn't fucking kill him. He really killed himself. And I don't, I guess if I was to see that scene differently, maybe that argument would line more true. <laughs> but to me, Cristobal made a conscious decision. He knew the moment he walked out of that fucking door, he was dead. And Hank did everything humanly possible to stop that from happening so to want him to admit you know yeah you you fucking monster to equate me to you even if on some levels yeah i i'm a criminal just like you are but i'm not no i'm not nearly as nasty because you don't seem to give a shit about anybody except for barry and it felt as always from the character we've known from hank that he's trying to and wants to do the best thing unless they're trying to say that hank was bad the whole time but if that was and i will get to hank at the end because i have to talk about him last that was what was going for that missed the bullseye and i try i took off my my uh you know my goggles (laughs) my blinders to try to find any supportive evidence of that and i didn't it was just something they said and they it was it was fact and that's unfortunate but Fuchs being one of the few people to walk out even with the gunfight which that was great the best part of the gunfight is when um Hank second through that fucking grenade fuck it all fuck it all don't give a shit anymore fuck it all fuck it all flip the table screw when those guys blew up, that made me laugh so hard. It was the last fuck you. <laughs> and he came through. I mean, you can see the difference, right? His man screws up not once, but twice. But he, I, I just really felt that they were doing more work with Hank than they ever were trying to do any type of. I don't think redemption is the right word because as I have to stay to my own logic, you gotta pay for your crimes to be redeemed. But I do feel his, his goal. And I don't, and, and we'll get there. We'll get there. Cause I feel like all I'm talking about is Hank, but that scene was great. 
Well, because I am yelling about Fuchs. But Fuchs being able to just like, oh, and and return his son and, and girlfriend to him. Like, yeah, I protected you. Like, no, bitch, you're the one that told him to go to Jean's house and they happened to be there. <laughs> you put him in that scenario. So I can't, it's really hard for me to be like, oh, okay. Well, they wouldn't be here if you hadn't. Well, I guess we can blame Hank on that too because he decided he didn't want to work with him. He should have let that slide. He should have let that slide on off his back. But I think when it boils down to it, well, no, no, I can't even defend that. I tried. (laughs) Kept his mouth shut for eight years. He said he'd take care of him. That's what you should have did, Hank. That was Hank's mistake. Definitely. Not killing Cristobal (laughs) is not letting this man get under his skin. I think that's all we have to say about Fuchs. Let's move on to Barry because he he was probably the the other fairly um, inactive, truly momental, monumentous story arc. So... I laugh every time they go into the store and he comes out strapped <laughs> looking like fucking Rambo. Forgetting the lack of safety, the fact that they were rattling was hysterical and then he just gets in his car (laughs) and no one says no words i like the continued uh satire on the gun the easiness in which guns are accessed in this country i think people always get those two things confused it's gun rights and then there's accessibility to guns where you can get them off the street believe it or not everybody just doesn't know a drug dealer or a guy who sells illegal guns, okay? I've lived in what would one consider the hood my whole entire life. I've never come across someone where I'd be like, yeah, 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 he's totally selling guns. So you can go somewhere, maybe in other neighborhoods. <laughs> I can't speak for like Chicago or some shit, you know, or New York where the connections are real. But yeah, I I think that, that argument is overblown (laughs) stop selling guns in walmart i don't think that's too much to ask i don't i don't think that's an irrational feeling so barry gets the gun shows up he had that whole moment of the rage coming after him but then there was the song that he was playing um i i didn't quite catch it but it was the equivalent of so ready for that battle only to get out of the car there's john sally and fuchs perfectly fine his son hugs him even though he knows he's a murderer 
But that's that was probably the most realistic reaction to finding out your parents are murderers. Horrified, but at the same time, they're the only frame of love and security you've ever known. So you're going to need some moments to actually dwell on that fact. You probably won't until many, many years later. <laughs> uh where where you start learning more information but what happened i I want barry alone in a room what did you y'all didn't even have a fucking conversation i'm really happy that john didn't shoot anybody (laughs) particularly his mother i was going down some deep rabbit holes but i was kind of throwing myself in there with a lot of others so i don't feel shamed at all uh however you know, you, you had this whole plan for Barry. What was that plan supposed to be? And then how should I feel about your lo- continued loyalty to Barry? Because he's our main protagonist, pro- not really protagonist, but you know what I mean? He's our main point of reference, the character we are empathizing with, even as we, we stop empathizing with him. That maybe that was the point is that, you know, despite whatever goes on between him and Barry, it's always going to be him and Barry. But then I felt bad for those other guys. What are those? Are those just your lackeys in this continuous cycle? I mean, what, what, what about your loyalty to them? I suppose. I don't like people who talk out of their ass and when they get out of prison and <laughs> know too many people like that. And I'm like, give this shit three months, then talk to me. And I think that's kind of like if he was coming for revenge, it would make more sense. And it would be irregardless. That's not the right term. Maybe it is for whether Barry had a son or not. It was about making a point to Barry, whether he would have let him go or not. And then they did. They, they, they just literally head nodded i was like get the fuck out of here barry goes to the hotel with sally and sally's kind of like okay look you gotta turn yourself in because look when that's another thing barry is so gone in his own brain that his true goal which what he got in the end and i think that's a shame and a tragedy in itself but more in line with what the show was already setting up because i think that happens in in real life but in a better way than what ozark was trying to do (laughs) yeah you're never getting over it um is that sometimes the good the bad the worst people get off scot-free the worst people get to be buried with military honors the worst people the people you can empathize with are the ones we let off the hook while they might not even be the worst or you know when they are the worst person in the room so there's something there with that that i can that feels poignant enough that i i'm i'm fine with where barry's arc ended up and he also desired that that's the he will never know that he got it but he did get it (laughs) the audience knows and you have to deal with that feeling and it it was a little bitter i must say because he wanted to be he's praying in the car that you know this will be my redemption i'm gonna die today but i'm gonna die saving my child and if that's the headline it's whatever the headline sells And I think that there's something in there about that as well with 
the characters over the four seasons. But as far as Barry himself, he gets back to the hotel room and he feels like, well, no, God's giving me this, uh, this sign that says I don't have to turn myself in because every time I'm faced with the consequences, I get a get out of jail free card every single time. Barry saw nothing wrong with their life the past eight years. He sees nothing wrong with what just happened. He sees nothing wrong with who he is as a person. And even when he decides later on, because he's told that Gene's going down for his murder, never mind that he came to LA to murder Gene. <laughs> I think that's where the last four episodes, like I said, a little bit of, I can't think too hard about it because it starts to get nonsensical. Um, but she also knew that Gene was about to die, but now she cares that Gene's about to go down for his murders, but that's more understandable where she's at right now. And even when she was at Gene's door, she was really realizing the words that were coming out of her mouth were insane and cold blooded and evil. And I don't, I don't associate Sally with those terms. Sally's a lot of things, not a great person, but she's not and never has been close to a level where Barry is or even Fuchs or even Hank for that matter. So she sees him truly for who he is. I think that moment and that's another the moment that she had with Hank. Oh, I could have gotten so much more of that. So much more of that. But uh, she realized she can't do it anymore. And I can't put my son through this anymore. And that's what I was hoping she would find. Is that if not for me, for him. When you find something else to put all that energy into. I think that was what how she felt she could be better. But Barry's like, I don't need to be better. My son still loves me. You're still here. Everyone's safe. Clearly, I'm not going to do that. So then he goes to Jeans. Tom's there. <laughs> and he tells him, look, you got to turn yourself in. And after realizing, but this is another manipulative part on Barry's mind. Because in his mind, he's not thinking, oh, I need to do the right thing for Jean because I care about this person so much even though in his psyche that's another thing that Fuchs would do all this and Barry hasn't even given him one fucking thought <sighs> back on track I'm gonna turn myself in and then we get that moment and his last words are simply wow Woo, you know he did as I was going into before, Barry's not sincere even in that. I don't believe he's sincere in that. But he's, he's like, okay, what's the first thing that will make me look better now? But then the minute he's offered the first out, he takes it. So yeah, I could have gone to jail and admitted I'm the one that did it. You know, would that have changed things for Gene? Who knows? 
they could choose to say, well, Gene, you were the manipulator because that's the story they're going with now. And Barry, you seem to be, as Gene said himself, I knew he fucked up when he was talking to the line. I knew because when he was giving that stuff, I was like, this is not great. You are setting up a narrative and the thing about today. Now, that is one of the parts that I do think that was successful in the theme is why I said it. I have to take myself objectively out of it so I can see it was playing into how the social media and how people get attached to a narrative. But if it feels believable enough, believe it's the truth and start spreading around this truth. And then, and then it becomes truth and the truth becomes irrelevant. So I think there is something there in regards to Gene, which let's go ahead and move over to him. Didn't have too many scenes, but after he sees that Janice's father is on the news saying that I was tricked by this man, we believe that he set up, you know, because he has it. He has it all in Lon's interview. Everything he said in that one hour, two hour, however, theater show, because he could not do the one thing he was asked to do, which is shut his mouth. And he's all like, it was just a, it was just a, you know, talking about a movie. How did it get this far? It got this far because you burned so many bridges that no one wants to root for you anymore. And they're more willing to believe this version of events then the truth because you're you're not trustworthy and so (laughs) you deciding in that moment not once but twice to back up the man even if it's just words for a movie the minute you said that it doesn't even matter if it's true or not you're willing to believe it you're willing to spread that narrative if it's going to get you what you want and that's why gene goes down that's why even when he kills Barry, which that was hilarious, when he busted out that gun, he, that prop gun came back and he shot him in the chest and he shot him in the head. Uh, but it doesn't it doesn't exonerate him. He still ends up being convicted for Janice's murder, still as, you know, the guy that hired the hitman and and everything goes down for him. Tom had me cracking up. I'm here for you as he was grabbing his suitcase. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. This also... Because he does get sentenced to life in prison while Barry is laid to rest with full military honors. Never mind that he shot someone in the military. Never mind of all that doesn't feel authentic. I will say that much. There's too much baggage for that to be real. Even if this show can be a little. uh, I suppose they can switch squash the story, so to speak. But him being um the movie part of it i'm not talking about that part i'm talking about the the military honors because they have a record of him being discharged and they they above anyone else know why and while everyone else yeah they they're not gonna tell everyone that yeah he shot someone in the military 
They'll keep that shit quiet. They're not going to fucking bury you with full military honors. Get get out of here, man. Get out of here. I think that was a touch over. <laughs> uh, considering that two, three military guys were also involved. Uh, there's just too many bodies leaning back to <laughs> Barry that I don't know. I don't know about that i thought that was just a little too far um how do i feel about gene and his supposed just desserts i can't on one hand i feel as if they were trying to lead to some sort of gene uh second coming and then they kind of backtracked a little bit on that growth And it wasn't in the same consistent manner as they had with Hank. Objectively, I can see more with Hank, the, you know, how things escalated. With Gene, not quite so much. It it got to a point of he messed up one time after quite, quite some time of really doing the best to atone for his past actions he had one moment of truly slipping up and then eight years later they're just like well he has nothing he, he no longer cares about that and that's the, that was like kind of the the choice of the the time jump it was like well now we can realistically believe but i it didn't feel that way unfortunately <laughs> with the eight years it didn't it it felt sudden I think maybe if over the last eight years he was doing tours or something other than I've been in the rainforest and anything that would have filled in that gap better to get us to the point because I when he did say what he said I was like yep that motherfucker deserves to go to jail for life in prison because he effectively allowed his ego to override his common sense and his honor and dignity and the dignity of the woman that he supposedly loved. Yes, you put yourself in that situation. You deserve to have the consequences. The other thing, though, the only person that can help you tell the truth, you decide to shoot impulsively. It could be because I feel fear and I never confronted this motherfucker. And now if I take him down, people will believe that I didn't. But the words are still there. See, it's not about what you did after now. It just feels like you killed him to keep him from talking on uh, telling on you. So that's a comedy of errors that I, I thought worked. It's just the whole jump from where we were to where we got. Uh, in episode nine or episode seven uh tom's always a treat tom was outstanding still really mad i ain't getting no mitch (laughs) sally and sally and and john i thought this was the strongest and most satisfying conclusion of the series with the exception of it didn't need to be eight years 
I, I keep going over those last three episodes and I can't for the life of me find that much value in them that wasn't already stated very implicitly too, more so than it's ever been in those first four episodes. I still think it's odd that they showed, I think they must've left that on the cutting room floor that they showed Jim getting out of his car when Barry was in the apartment. And there was just, I thought too, that when he was sitting with uh, Jim, he'd be like, yeah, so the last time we met, you got away or something like that. It wasn't even there. So maybe they cut it. I don't know. But that's still another uh, chink in the armor that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that Jim would leave a an assassin that killed his daughter in his garage for him to be let go. That does not. And not only that, he slipped away not once, but twice. Not once, but twice. That man would have gotten his information, put a bullet in his fucking head and walked the fuck out of the house and then handled his business with Gene. So that also felt very, um, I had to dumb down the character you gave me for it to be true. And considering the, the satire that they've done, like with the LAPD, we, we have the idea that they're, a little aggressive with their police action. So you have to go into David Buster's and would they really be jumping people in David Buster's? No, but it's about the, the, the satire behind it is just introducing something that's true and elaborating on it. I don't need to tell y'all what satire is, but it wasn't even used in that context. <laughs> like something, uh, ironically, and I had someone make an argument when I was discussing it that, you know, no one's to say that he's infallible, that he just didn't get caught up in that bit of information. True. But what's more important, the person that you think hired the guy or the guy that shot your daughter? You have nothing else for me. You even gave up the guy that, that got me to the person I needed to go. And then you talk about Jim in a manner of he works for the government. He's a little bit smarter than the average Joe. And once again, not putting it out there that you can't, you can't fuck up or slip up, get emotionally attached. But this man has been hunting him for eight years. I don't think that that's, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just leave on I, I that's too much of a stretch for me even in satirical even in for them yeah it you know he just finds a knife it's close by he opens the door he passes out you know he wakes back up he can take a phone call he leaves the house it's dark Jim ain't decided to come back in 12 hours come on um they just asking a little too much and I don't need it to be overly realistic, but I do need to be able to, I, I keep using the same terms cause I'm not, not a really word savvy right now, but organic way for me to get there. <laughs> uh, but the Sally and John scene I thought was great. Hank uh, finally talks to Sally. They've never had a conversation. 
And he really is the one more than anything that throws it to throws it to Sally like, oh, let me guess. You were in a bad spot and you thought that Barry was your only way out. Good luck. It's about to go back. Hank looks defeated in this scene, though, because he in a lot of ways still still empathizes with Sally's situation. Like I know what it's like to be stuck between needing someone for what they can do for you, for that protection that he was feeling with Barry around. And also know that Barry um, can disappoint you. And he leaves her with that. And she says, Hank, what's going to happen to me? He says, it's not up to me. And we'll talk about that, those words in a moment. But John, who was breathing hard, looking at his mom, apparently not with murder. I'm so happy. Uh, just says, what's happening? And, and for the first time, Sally breaks down. And someone else pointed it out to whoever you know, dropped the facade, repented, not repented, but admitted who they were and come came to terms with that. Those are the ones that were spared. But that I'm still wrestling with. I don't have an exact rebuttal. And I've given it some time. I'm sure one day I will. But I'm not completely sold on that being... That being a truth. But Sally does give her truth to her son saying, your father's a murderer. I'm a murderer. I have a problem with this. And you guys know I have a problem with this. Yes, she is a murderer in the sense, but it is way too often. I still, to this day, how to get away with murder. I cannot stand knowing how Sam died because I get angry. Because I'm like, all of everything that you've done is based on emotional flight, fight or flight responses and not on letting the people who know how to handle the stuff handle the stuff. You, you killed someone who was trying to kill you. That's murder. That's not really murder. That's self-defense. And I don't like that she continues to classify it like that because she believes that she's the same as Barry because of that. And that is, that is blatantly false. <laughs> you were not the nicest of people. You certainly didn't know how to treat people well. You isolated them. You were a horrible person, a completely selfish, self-indulged bitch. But you were only the product of nurture and nature. Nurture and nature. Um, now people, this is the thing about nurture and nature. I don't want to get too deep into it because that'll be a whole nother ramble and I've already rambled enough. But nurture and nature doesn't also mean you're automatically going to become a bad person. That is, there's still a choice in there. Rather, that choice is an e or hard one or an easy one doesn't matter. There's a choice there. And she chose not to go to the police 
and believe her lover and even I think for a while tried to believe that that everything was going to be okay but then got scared and inside instead of just admitting like that would be the lowest point of my life I know (laughs) once I've put blood on my hands I'm like you know what I think I'm not going in the right direction but instead she she admits that if anything that's what I would have wanted her to focus on not uh I I uh you know, I'm a murderer. Like, no, your father is a murderer. Oh, cause he killed some in the army. No, not in the army, baby. He's a serial killer. <laughs> he killed people for hire. And then he just killed people because they were in his way. And one of those people were someone I was not close to but someone I knew someone I was close to was his girlfriend and then he that house we showed up he tried to kill them too and I considered that person in my own words a close friend and I was willing to let that happen if it meant I was meant I was continuing to be secure however she she realizes that she's not a good person she's a bad mother now that was a hundred percent but she's like you're a good kid I don't say it enough I think that she simply just gave up she went with Barry she had this kid for Barry she lived into this idea for Barry but she was never happy she was never blase about it the way Barry was so he could be relaxed and cool and calm while she was drinking and miserable and strangling people out in the bathroom (laughs) Because there's a lot of self-hatred there that isn't reflected in Barry's actions, which tells you a lot about the people they are. There's bad people in this world and there's evil people in this world. Sally was kind of a bad person, but there was nothing that Sally did that she could not come back from. Because all you have to do is, again, atone. Those people that you hurt, I'm sure like with uh, the same thing with Jean. If anything, she had an exam- a mentor in that aspect. Like, look, I fucked over people and then they were able to forgive me. I think that she could have possibly, and the one guy even gave her an out. She just chose to, but that's because of her own, her own background. But I, I really liked the scene. I thought the acting from Sarah, is it Goldman? Was really good. And I really like that her kid just was like, no, you're not a bad mom, even though she's totally a bad mom. But no kid is ever going to look at their mom and say you're a bad mom. I think every kid at some point looks at their mothers like they're people. And they can filter their actions at a, at a distance in the future as such. Yeah, she might not have been the most in touch, in tune mother there is, but she did get out of the bed and get in bed with him when he had the nightmare. She could have said, fuck off, go in your own room. You know, she could have let him starve. (laughs) She did what she thought was easy and probably what she was taught herself. She was never meant to be a mother, but that's ultimately where she became, where she ended up. She ends up becoming a drama teacher 
Uh, I like that everyone else was giving her props and, and stuff, but she really cared about what her son thought. And he wants to go see the story of his father. And he's left with the satisfaction that his father is not remembered in the way in which like he's the tragic hero and Gene is the villain. And he's happy with that because at least he gets to continue on with that false memory of who his father is. And I think that kind of goes into the narrative thing. You know, all of our lives are narrative stories. We either tell ourselves or we tell each other or we learn about so on and so forth. But that all that information is just that. And it, it can be stories that aren't the truth. I mean, that's history in itself. There are a lot of things from history are told. And then all of a sudden someone's like, here's this documentary with what really happened. Like what? <laughs> because someone's come out the, the woodwork that's been silent and has given their truth to the matter. I think that's one of the the small little um if I had to make a critique out there bits of this show is that there's way too many loose ends with Barry. <laughs> Even if some of them died for his story not to have been truly tro- told for the victims that still would have wanted closure. And that's the part where it's like damn So even John getting that satisfaction like I'm I'm happy for him but I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it got more complicated when you put the the kid in there because every kid's going to want to not have everyone know his dad's a serial killer. <laughs> that his mom and that he grew up on the uh, you know, he wants some normalcy in his life and he got it. Now this biopic comes up and now the you know, the truth may come out. But instead of the truth, there's this uh, fictionalized story or not fictionalized, but definitely a skewed version of events that's now being depicted as the truth, but it's not. And there's a, a relief there that he gets to continue to have that memory of his father, uh, the, the, the character that was him rather than the person that was him. And he continues to live on really as a character. Uh, and not a person. So that's uh, pretty fucked up, but is in line with, I think, the whole Hollywood uh, themes they were going with there. Ah, what else do we need to talk about? Yeah, this is the only one last thing we need to talk about is Hank. <laughs> Y'all know. Y'all know I love me some Hank, okay? Hank has been the star from season one. Uh, I think I made a point last episode, so I'm not going to rehash about how much I love this character. But I do feel, as someone who loved this character, (laughs) that he kind of got the short end of the stick. Only in the sense that there were some beats missing with his arc. Lots of beats missing. (laughs) I have to do so much legwork to even put in a simulate. Uh, uh, that's not the right word. 
Uh, um, I'm gonna try to find the right words because I'm so, so going down the fucked up rabbit hole of, yeah, no, I'm not sober. But Hank is given a, I think my the biggest thing with Hank that I see, let's start off with the flaw first. Uh, the flaw is the line he gives to Sally. It's not up to me. Yeah, it is. That's always been Hank's problem. That's consistent. From season two, when Barry said, you can just take over or you can just take over. He's given opportunities to to make the dominant decision. And he allows for others to take control over his life. And that, I think, more so than I don't want to admit something that I didn't do. (laughs) More of the tragedy of Hank than that, than the Cristobal situation. They wanted it to be the Cristobal situation. I don't buy it as the Cristobal situation. I could have bought it more of you allowed yourself to, to, um, to be guided and led by these far more violent people instead of standing up for yourself and truly making your own decisions instead of reacting emotionally. That feels more Hank than, than I'm a cold blood killer. I stole my husband or my, my, my lover's idea and made a gold statue so that I don't feel bad for stealing his idea. That, that still, I'm like, where, when, and I still think it's weird that he did have the idea. I know because the Chechens said they didn't want it and I already brought that up. That, that's another part of that story where it's like, hold on you said one thing here and then you said another thing here you can't have it both ways so that also bothers me (laughs) so because all of the pieces didn't add up to get to this equation I'm left even more upset with the final number the final score our final goodbye to this character because it could it, it wasn't set up in the fashion And it was already rushed enough as it was in the first four episodes, but I could see it building there. But then y'all did the time jump. And then you had him just being, uh, you know, he's top dog, he's successful, but he's doing the exact same thing that the the syndicate said they didn't want him to do. I would have felt better if he had taken over. But he just, he ended up being in the exact same role as he was before. And that's, that would be fine if you were basing it on the ideas in which I already expressed. But you didn't. You decided to focus on the whole Cristobal aspect. I thought it was sweet that, I actually thought it was pretty badass when he's like, you know what? You know the rules and so do I. Because it was the one thing I was thinking we were going to see. But it happened in this manner instead of what, in my opinion, would have been more organic was for Hank to to have been the one to have 
tried to save the child or Sally. Like, you know what? I'm so done with being powerless. I'm so done with people telling me who I am, what I should do, because he already had a bit of a defeated attitude, right? It felt like from the moment he brought that kid and even said it like that, it was just, there was a certain defeat in there. Even when he's hearing these things about himself, like admit it, you were just scared. And, you know, and those are all human, like they're, not not criminals i don't think hank never said i'm not a criminal he said i didn't kill my ex okay maybe he could have admitted he wasn't killed by enemies but you're trying you want me to say something that is blatantly untrue i think i stated that earlier and while i was happy that he gave him the bird i was thinking he was giving him the bird by actually taking a bullet for the kid i know i said uh he was gonna pick up a gun i did want that to happen too i thought that was another would have been more powerful of a moment than what we got and i think that's what it's also missing in this finale there's no emotional punch there's really none other than being upset hank's dead there's no there's no um God, there's got to be another word for it. There is no, uh, there's a superficiality to it. It doesn't have any depth there. There we go. There's some death missing in this finale. And I thought that would have brought, and I didn't need it throughout all the characters either, but I thought out of the one character you would give it to, it would have been Hank's character. Uh, just because it's always been there. That's one person that's been consistent through all four seasons, good, bad, and ugly. Uh, he gets scared. <laughs> Bear has usually been the one that's helped him out. He gets scared again. You know, he fails. If death is coming, he's never been afraid to die, right? Even when Barry's pointing a gun at him, he's like, shit, if this is happening, this is happening. I feel like Hank's always been more self-aware, of what he is so that's where i think when they talk about whoever lived in their truth was the one people that were spared well that's the one i, I have the hardest time really because i've always felt that hanks lived in his truth <laughs> he even said like am i a bad person oh yeah i tell you i'll tell you that enough let's go so they're killing someone and there's like let's go get you know coffee or whatever he's never been bothered He's only recently been bothered by the death of someone. And then he's just been carrying on, in my humble opinion, until this moment where he finally has a moment to choose differently, to say, fuck all y'all, I'd rather go out than do someone else's bidding, hurting someone else that's innocent. Even though I'm, we're not going to say innocent because we act like Cristobal didn't come here <laughs> as a kingpin, his damn self. He just didn't. He just didn't have anyone to list, uh, have to listen to because Hank killed all of his the people he would have had to listen to. If anything, Cristobal, sh if he was a man, would have. Okay, let's just let me stop because I could go on and on and on and on. Uh, my Christopher, my or Christopher, my Hank was beloved. Him dying and having to watch him die, uh, that was 
that was hard as he's wheezing for life and then he grabs Cristobal's hand because he gets scared uh yeah it's just part of me is like damn did you have to really show me that extra scene did <laughs> guess you wanted us to know factually that that Hank died but yeah <laughs> that was probably probably one of the most I, I don't think a lot of people are going to be happy with that that are, are Hank fans to be quite honest they're going to say he deserved better for what was being brought. And I think that's fair for us to say. Once again, I never not said that was off the table. And if I hear that there, there's a better reason for what was happening, then I'm, I'm a little bit more open to accept it. But I, I'm, that was probably the part of the finale that I, I liked least. And that you had that moment happen. And then the last 10 minutes was, sally and john and and that whole thing that that that, you hit the peak of the episode in the beginning and then it felt really flat at the end (laughs) and that's just i think that was just the the choice of where you wanted to land the story at but it didn't leave on a hmm it left on a hmm And that's me taking all of my expectations out of it, right? I, I'm not being like, man, someone needed to die or everyone needed. No, that's not, that's not necessarily what I'm saying. I would say that, because um, everyone's going to say, well, that makes sense for that character. That makes sense for that character. I just wish it made more sense for me watching all four seasons loving this show every single moment of all four seasons including this finale but not feeling satisfied as i have felt like i felt at the end of season three i think season three is the best season a lot of people really love season two i wish no one screwed me over about ronnie and lily and i didn't have way too many preconceived notions in my brain before I went into that episode because I know that I probably would have laughed 10 times more and it would have been the best episode ever for me too if (laughs) maybe I hadn't been spoiled in in that fashion or everyone had hyped it up in that fashion I really loved all the sauces lemonada still one of my favorite yeah everything about about a season three I think that was my my peak Barry, and then the first, the first four episodes of this season, I think it's been my my favorite Barry episodes or arcs, I should say, because it was just all all top notch story writing, characterizations, events that were unfolding, all of it peak. Just wish we were left with a little bit less of a sour taste. (laughs) Well, I'm going to stop rambling. I will be back, not with Barry, of course, but with uh, other shows that we are doing on the channel. Won't be back for another two weeks going out of town for a vacation, but we'll be back for the crowded room as well as Silo, Rick and Morty, Cannon Busters, and bleach so if you want to send feedback like our couch at gmail.com my social media will be there as well like share and subscribe until the next time 
Peace, hair grease, black girl magic.